We live. We live. Welcome back to another episode. We are your wellness and culture plugs. You can call me Baz. You can call me Triz. And this we is got the music. Crazy. We back. <laughs> we got the music running in the background. I know. Um, I love it. It's that rice and gravy. Smino. It's my first time hearing it. Monty Booker. I learned about him from uh, Soul Lection. Mm. You ever heard of Soul Lection? No. Very dope mix. Ran by a guy named Joe K. Started like years ago. They're on like hundreds of episodes. It's DJ mixes. That sounds so cool. But they dig and they dig for music, like remixes, Mm -hmm. edits, um, music like this you'd find on there. Mm. Monty Booker is someone who, you know, became very popular, I would say, because of the Soul Election Network. Mm. I like this track, though. Yeah. That's what made me. Rice and gravy. Yeah, that's, that's deep. I like that. Um, I feel like I heard of Smino through Afropunk. That's where I, I think. Mm-hmm. Smino? Afropunk? Maybe. The, it's a group, right? No, Afropunk is a festival that I used to go oh, to. Oh, the festival. He would pull up to something like that. Yeah. Like, he would get booked I feel like that's like that. where I, I heard about a lot of these, like, artists that are, were a little bit low-key. Like, even her. I think the first time I heard of her was at Afropunk, and this was, like, mm. years ago. Or um, I think I even remember Bambi. Um, the first time I heard Bambi mm-hmm. play was that the Afropunk. DJ. Yeah, so I miss Afropunk. Salute to Bambi. She just dropped a song with Beam. Salute <laughs> to Beam. I really like Beam's music. He works with a lot of people I know out of Miami mm. too. That whole Jamaican American collective out there. Oh. Yeah, you're that plugged was. in. Uh. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> I feel like I know nothing when it comes to music. You <laughs> literally asked me what I listen to, and I'm like, mm. well, I mean, you've been listening to J. Cole. I think that's very much being plugged in. J. Cole right now has yeah. like the number one album out. That's true. But that's just because he happens to be one of my favorite artists. Ah. That's just literally the only reason why. Yeah, the J. Cole album is definitely something that, you know, I've already listened to like four times. I love him so much. I've been waiting for this. Like, I, I think I told you when I was in high school, I used to write. Like in my binders, like Cole World or mm-hmm. Jermaine Cole with mm-hmm. a heart, like, you know? So he definitely has a special place in my heart. Um, but how was your weekend? Uh, it's been pretty chill. It's yet again. <laughs> that, I'm waiting awesome. for it to be like, I could just tell you, like, I was like, we did this, faded this, this. and yeah. didn't sleep last night. Like, I'm looking forward to, you know, something like that. But it's been chill. Another yeah. chill weekend, 2021 being 2020. Same old, same it's old. It's warm out though. Oh yeah, it is warm. So I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I wore shorts. Skin out. Consecutive days in a row. Hey. Knees was out. <laughs> we love that. Yeah, today I came out in the gray joggers though. But it's been it's been great to have warm weather mm-hmm. and not have to put a jacket on. No. Oh, Blessings. I- Someone was like, "Yo, it's not zero degrees, right?" Because I was I was just saying like, oh, yeah. you know, it's not. The weather I'm used to is like, yeah, but it's better than zero degrees, right? And I'm like, you're right. Play it. Oh, but it was pretty hot on Saturday. Or was that not, still not hot enough? No, actually, to be honest, it was, it was perfect. Oh, wow. I was dying. Wait, from what? Saturday, the heat. I was literally there, like, I was really laying there. I was trying to sleep on the hill. I was like, oh, oh. my God, it's so warm. It's crazy. But I got some color. Can you tell? When you get flued out to the islands, I don't know what you're going to do. You got to bring that suntan lotion. Listen, I have the bring African that, in me. It'll, it'll come out. Bring that big hat. <laughs> you know, the, them girls be wearing in Tulum. Yeah, not the big hat. No, I could do it. I've definitely had. <laughs> Carry an umbrella. Wings. I know. Umbrella. 
not the umbrella. <laughs> umbrella in the sun is a weird flex. Oh man, Mary, yeah, that's. I feel like only Mary Poppins could get that off. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, I was outside too. I think I was trying. Honestly, I was just trying to get color on my skin. Um, nah, I see. I see. I see the. See I see the. I see Am the, I begging the, the, by saying that I got color? Or you could see it, right? Nah, man. I mean, look, you're gonna get canceled in a few minutes, but. <laughs> <laughs> They gonna be like, yo, cancel this girl talking about color. Color on her skin. Nah, but you know, own up to your 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 roots. Listen, my African you, side is slowly coming out. Exactly. You're not supposed to be that bright. Oh no. Mm-mm. This is yeah, no. Th- and it's been for too long because of lockdown. I haven't mm-hmm. been outside, so I'm like, yeah, forget this. We're going outside. Um but speaking of canceled. Someone got canceled? Who got canceled today? Who got canceled today? Welcome to the new segment of <laughs> Who Got Canceled Today, hosted by Voss and Triz. Oh We're going to select the top three cancellations mm. on the timeline. Who do you think is cancellation number one? Well, honestly, the reason I thought of this topic is because of Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan got canceled. I don't know if he's canceled, but everyone didn't like what he was saying about cancel culture. So I know Joe is like the king of podcasting right now. We're in the podcast world, but I yes. do not listen to Joe. I listen to clips every now and then that Same. comes my way. Yes. What did Joe say so, this time? I'm not going to say word for word, but essentially saying that being- Can you get canceled for quoting? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, like wrongfully quoting someone and then getting canceled for that. Um, defamation. <laughs> um, but- Essentially, he was saying how, as a white man, he will eventually not be able to say or do anything because of cancel culture, which is essentially what. I don't know why Dr. Umar just popped up. In my, like, he, like Dr. Umar just like took took my body over just now. And, and I beg your pardon. I beg, I beg your pardon. Yeah. So, um. Oh wow. So at first, like when I first heard that, I was like, wait, what the hell is he talking about? Like, he's a white man. He can't complain. Like, you know, like you're a white man. But I also understand being in the, you know, media space, especially when freedom of speech is your actual livelihood Um, and just the overall culture around like what you can and cannot say. I kind of understand what he's saying. And that might like... That might make me problematic, but I think what cancel culture or, you know, being um, politically correct, there's so many terms, being woke, being aware of what you say, how you say it. Um, there is a responsibility when you are on the radio, podcasting, or any type of media, but at the same time, there's this limitation that's kind of growing every single day, and I've, like, we literally said, like, we don't know what will cancel us. So it's just being mindful of like all these things. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. cancel culture. So who else do you? I'm, I'm, putting, I'm putting thought into what you just said mm-hmm. a little further. And I don't want people to feel as though like it's difficult. It's just a lot to comprehend. Because mm-hmm. um, people might be like, why is it difficult not to offend somebody? Mm. You know? Um, mm-hmm. And it's not, that it's, it's not that it's difficult. It's just... Mm. I also want to understand yeah. how people feel. And, and I want to also want to understand, like, why I'm not saying certain things. Yeah. So I do not feel like I'm being suppressed and, mm. and I'm being silenced. 
Because then, you know, I'm, well, the best word is censored. Yeah, censorship. Yeah, because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, um, if, it fe- if, if everyone understands, it won't be an issue. Yeah. And I think it's a long road before everyone understands. Mm-hmm. When I say everyone. Everyone. That's generations. St- generations. Yeah. Countries that are not yeah. privileged to be concerned yeah. with such yeah. social issues we of the first world. This. It's a first, cancel culture is a first world problem. Like, wow. Yeah. It really is. And cancel is that- culture. Oh, okay. I got to say that again. Yeah. Cancel culture is a first world problem. Problem. Yeah. Mm. It's a privilege. It's a privilege, yeah. To acknowledge cancel culture and whether or not you can speak up about it. So it's it's weird. It's a complex topic and of course we can only speak from our positionality and obviously we're not trying to get canceled. We're just trying to bring light to something that's so relevant in media and culture and just human dynamics Mm -hmm. you know like i think everyone wants to fit in everyone wants to be liked everyone wants to do right but being canceled is extremely isolating it could literally ruin your livelihood your career even your life so um that's what i really want to dive into a little bit the thing is they don't care if oh they don't care if your livelihood has been stripped away of you yeah. People will literally... You worked 20 years to become the artist that you are today? Mm-hmm. We don't care. You said this, this one, one With this thing? one night, we are going to remove that mm-hmm. from you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like we now become the judge and the jury. Literally just thinking that, yeah. Literally. We now have the power to strip away someone's yeah. likelihood yeah. as a collective. Yes, it's the collective. Yeah. Um, and then the I idea. I mean, if one person comes to me and be like, Triz, you cancel. Get on my face, B. But everybody <laughs> now jumping in. Now they're in your comments telling you, like, horrible things, telling you threats about your life. They're running the brand and they're stripping the deal. Yeah. You know, people are losing brand deals. Mm-hmm. That's brand usually deals. the first thing to go. I know. That's when you know it's real. When you see. That's how you know it's real. <laughs> that's how you know the accusations are severe. When someone gets their deal stripped mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Oh, Nike pulled out? Oh, now Coca-Cola's pulling mm-hmm. out? Oh, you no longer have that? Oh, the, the TV show got canceled? Mm-hmm. You're messing with someone's They killed money. you off in season three? <laughs> <laughs> but that actually happens. And, like, my question is, what makes something worth canceling versus... Where should we have grace for someone? You know, like what is something that... Or why do we think we should possess that power? That power as a, as a group. So the pros and cons. There's pros and cons to everything. I think um, I want to first define actually what cancel culture is for anyone who doesn't fully understand. Um, we can either come up with a definition ourselves. If you don't understand, chances are you may be canceled. You might have been, yeah, you might be canceled. Or you might have already been canceled. <laughs> You might be canceled already because you don't know. Um, but I was looking up, like, I literally, I be doing my research on these topics. Because sometimes I'm like, I don't want to be canceled and say the wrong thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, As you should. Right? Right? Can't be speaking ignorantly. So, um, from psychology today, this is what cancel culture is. Canceling um, an individual's um, vol- violation act of pub- 
publicly rejecting and actively pursuing harm against a perceived transgressor. There are two parties in every canceling episode, the person who cancels and the entity, person, group, or organization that is canceled. So basically saying, you know, there's someone who does an act, an action that's against the overall group, um, moral, or, you know, that the standard this unspoken standard that we've all come up with, I guess, or agreed to, and we choose to cancel them. But who comes up with these rules or this standard of what is deemed cancel-worthy, I guess? Mm-hmm. Who? I know, it's culture, but, like, who's the culture? I feel as though, you know, we can't go back to religion because mm. that's also a reason to get canceled or, or to offend. Yeah. So um, oh, I'm going true. to ask everyone to respect my beliefs yeah. and say that last time I checked in my religion yeah. is, you know, only God can judge. Yeah. And so we, you know, the higher power yeah. should be left to, for that final mm-hmm. judgment. Yeah. Um, so when it comes down to this, I, I understand like, you know, all right, but in the meantime, the community in itself feels this way about mm-hmm. this person. So, we're just not going to support this person. Mm. And that's fine, to be honest. I don't think every artist or every person has fans or or, or appeals to everybody. Yeah. So it's some group of people may only like this artist. Mm. Some people will not. I think that is normal. For sure. And um, to say, strip that artist away from, you know, strip like, it could be anybody. It could be a mm. po- politician, public figure, athlete, whatnot. To strip mm-hmm. it away from them, we're now casting judgment on that person. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it becomes very a very slippery slope mm-hmm. in terms of that entire transaction between the, the people and this person. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that makes sense. I think intention is a big thing too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, intention, context... Um, you know, a lot of the times when it comes to cancel culture, we um, we pull things out of context. So we'll look up old tweets or we'll have sound bites of people saying things. And it's easy to jump to conclusions versus understanding, like, maybe it's within a context of something or maybe we don't know their experiences or we don't know their positionality. And then again, another layer to it, there's so many layers, another layer to it is who can say what? You know, it's this oppression Olympics. You know, you can get away with more, the more, um, you know, intersecting identities of oppression that you have versus, as Joe Rogan said, a white man, you can't say anything. So it really depends. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, want, I want everyone to feel comfortable. I want everyone to feel yeah. safe. I don't, I don't want to offend people. Yeah. So when you when we talk about intent, yeah, I think we have to realize that. Let's go back to that word from the first episode I joined you on, brought up. See, yeah, everyone's raised different. Everyone's yeah. taught how you know. Everyone comes from different cultures. Yes, different cultures have different beliefs. Yeah. So th- this this isn't, and this is why it's a first world problem because there's a lot Ooh. of uh, developing countries and third world countries that don't have the luxury time, the luxuries. What, what am I saying? They don't have the luxury mm-hmm. to 
to think about that mm -hmm. when yeah. there's far more detrimental things happening to yeah. them in their community. Yeah. So for me to be thinking about pronouns, it becomes kind of tough for, for, you know, for, well, not me, for them to be thinking about pronouns, mm -hmm. it becomes kind of tough. Yeah. So think of that person that was raised in that environment, migrated to a first world country. Mm -hmm. This is very new to them. Yeah. So these are all, that's why I say I think it's going to be a long road. Um, and everybody understands that, yo, the intent is to treat everyone fairly. Yeah. And to treat everyone with respect. Yeah. Is canceling the right way to go about this? I don't think so. I think educating is always better. I feel as though I, I would, I would want for both parties to heal from that situation, mm -hmm. learn from that situation mm -hmm. and become better people from that yeah. situation. I feel like that's how we re reach like yeah. the best society that we can have mm -hmm. is if people actually learn. Mm -hmm. Like understand why is that, why does that offend someone? You know, it might not offend you or, you know, you might've been brought up in saying certain slang that could be offensive to a group of people, but to you, it wasn't, the intent was never connected to that. So, um, I do agree. I harmless. think yeah harmless sometimes it'd be harmless harmless and literally no context 2012 twitter days Ooh, everybody would have been canceled, canceled. everybody everybody tweets get pulled up from Do you ever that think era about your of like tweets? 2009 to like 2012 2013 yeah. it was a that was the wild wild west that's why wild. you could and the times were different slang was different mm -hmm. you know it was less i understand um i think patricia pointed out that it doesn't mm -hmm. matter like you said it. Yeah, you said it. it you should know matter. better. You said it. You yeah. should have know better. Or you should not have been that person. Yeah. Um, and I sat with that for a bit. And I'm yeah. thinking about it. You're right. You know, didn't make it okay yeah. to have been that. But at the same time, when we go back, can people change? 100%. People change every day. I knew you were going to say that. That's my point. Yeah. Can people change? Yes, people can for change. Sure. So for us to cancel someone... Especially, I mean, I understand if the actions and something happened mm -hmm. today and we show supporting facts that this person is indeed mm -hmm. uh, trash mm -hmm. <laughs> by showing an old tweet. But when you cancel someone for an old tweet independently, that's yeah. the problem. That's why they're being canceled. I, I, I kind of I have I, I, I'm going to stand up. I have an issue with that because. Yeah. I doubt I'm not the same person I was last year. I'm not the same person I was two years ago. So for me to get canceled for 2012 Twitter tweets. I'm like. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I'm not even the same person. Like, I don't even like the same things, think the same, you know. There's so many things that have evolved. And, you know, when you know better, you do better. Um, I also think there's a... There's, there's pros to cancel culture. Like, I understand the intention behind it. You know, it's part of acti activism. It's tied to the social media activism that's been happening through the years, you know, with... BLM movement and, you know, rights for LGBTQ rights. Um, but I also, so I understand that and holding people accountable, you know. So um, a, lot of, a lot of individuals will use cancel culture as a way to be active members in society because obviously there hasn't been change for so mm -hmm. many years, you know. It's like if, you're, if you catch someone saying a slur or, you know, you catch someone being racist or homophobic, um, now there's consequences where before there wasn't. So I totally get that. But are those consequences dependent on who is caught? So for instance, like one of the first examples that came to mind was Trump when he had that whole like, um, 
when he was caught saying those derogatory things towards women or, you know, accusations about like sexual assault accusations, he still became president. So obviously people overlooked it, you know, and forgave him. Because he still had people that supported him. Yeah. And didn't cancel. And women too. So obviously there's like, you're picking and choosing now who you're going to cancel. Or his group just overpowered everyone else's yeah. opinions. I think that's what it is. That's how he won the election. His group overpowered everyone yeah. else's opinions. True. And um, I, I think there is definitely as much as we're living in a world, in the first world situation where, you know, we now have to be conscious, conscious of, of pronouns mm-hmm. and saying him, her, she, they, them, all mm-hmm. that. Um, some people are not in this world. Some people are in this city and not in that world either. Yeah. it's a new in this first world and also not in that world yeah 100 percent. i go to my my dad he would not understand and that's just because years of conditioning and being brought up in a specific society in africa like he's he has no idea what any (laughs) of that means i was just thinking like trying to explain this to someone in the islands like you have to say them they and they'd be like but it's a gal yeah This is a gal. I mean, yeah. you know, this is you know, this is a girl. Like yeah. even if they don't say gal, just like like it's just it's just gonna be it's gonna be a journey mm-hmm. and um you know, I guess something that will definitely probably be taught in schools, but will it be taught in all schools? Mm-hmm. And will it be taught in all countries? Yeah. Is this an American mm-hmm. is this a North American thing? That's true. Actually it's funny you say that because my sister was saying how this whole conversation with PC culture is um, a lot of languages have male and female like conjugations, like French. Yes. And they're and Spanish. Yeah, and Spanish. And they're thinking of like even like challenging that because it could be. <laughs> she told me this. I was like, so I can't. I don't know what I, to do. I. I, I <laughs> yeah. No, she. Told I went to school and i had to sit through those classes i I hated it (laughs) i speak french it's my first language and i still hate that and it's tough to learn a language so imagine having to structure of the language (sighs) so i I english is already so difficult i know like it's the the most difficult language in Mm. the world to comprehend um oh really english is the hardest language to learn I feel like it's such a privilege that there's so that much I know. double and triple entendres to words. So mm. imagine a tone can change a word. That's so true. Wow, what a privilege to know English. It, you know what I mean? It I was is ESL. A privilege. I was ESL, by the way. I don't know if I ever told you. No, no. English no. is my second language. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's what ESL is. You know, yeah. that there's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. class you go to when you're in school. Yeah, same thing in, in, in Florida and the US. Yeah, um, yeah so it, it's, and it, that's just making it more difficult. And now to say it would affect other countries like some other countries have to agree first of all you can't just like yo change your language bro it's the structure of the language like it very much is part of the structure of the language so i don't know i obviously i don't see that as realistic i think there's there has to be some realism when it comes to cancel culture too like um i was saying to and you actually said too um people are flawed people aren't perfect Mm -hmm. um people are gonna mess up doesn't mean they're bad people and doesn't mean they meant to hurt. What's going to happen when you go on vacation to another country that has not adopted this yeah. way of thinking? Are you going to be offended? Or are you going to cancel someone from that country? Mm. Maybe it's not the norm. So, yeah. Um, 
we have to remember that everyone yeah. has these different backgrounds, mm-hmm. these different roots, these different beliefs. And yeah. Just because they're a celebrity yeah. or just because they're a public figure, an mm-hmm. influencer, it doesn't mean that they are exempt from yes. being human. And it's true. humans make mistakes. Yeah. And humans, we all have different backgrounds, different beliefs. Mm-hmm. So this is a tough, tough thing to, mm-hmm. to accomplish. And I think everyone's trying. Yeah. And I don't think not everyone. So we were, but yeah. a lot of people are are trying because I would say we've made a lot of advancements over the past ten years. What? There's been a lot of progression, and even just in media, like movies, TV. Like sometimes I watch shows and I'm like, this would never fly in 2021. It's just it's not it's. Wait, what, what do you mean? How long ago you would be watching? How old are you? Are you? How old am I? No, 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 no. Not how old are you? How oh, no, old, like when I was How old are you this? referring to maybe in like, terms of the show? Maybe like 2000, like after anything before 2012. I would say like shows, they, movies. B, we should put BET in control of censoring everything. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you mother sucker. Yeah, <laughs> like, do the voiceover. <laughs> don't, don't, don't take down our favorite shows. Just let BET censor everything. BET yeah. <laughs> censoring BET is censorship just is hilarious. Trash. Oh, man. It's but like it, watching a, a, a kung fu movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Yo, BET, I'll help y'all with that, man. Come yeah, on. Come it was... Give BT that contract. (laughs) Oh, man. But it's true. Like, I think I was even reading when I was doing research for this. It's like Netflix is even taking down certain shows or episodes because they are now deemed as, like, offensive or not politically correct. Where in the past, they they were part of the season, you know what I mean? They passed all these levels of executives and many people watch them and love the show but they are seen as offensive now so were they not offensive before or are people like more are now people looking for reasons for it to be offensive like i i don't know i i personally am speaking from a place of privilege cuz i don't necessarily i don't necessarily have a specific um like show or anything that's been offensive towards me so I can't say but at the same time you know maybe it's been offensive and no one's really heard people's outreach and now finally they're being heard so I don't know but I always think of things like you know white chicks like what have white chicks oh my god yeah like all the racial jokes and white face and gender jokes and everything like dressed up as women women making fun of white women like would that have flown like I don't know making fun of eating disorders like there's just so many jokes like Eddie Murphy's movies Eddie Murphy's movies would have not all right we dry snitching chill 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 well let's just say comedy (laughs) but that's the thing comedians now are saying like what are we gonna make fun of or how are we gonna you know have jokes when we can't poke fun at anyone else but our own group so it's like yeah you can make jokes about yourself but you still have to be mindful that there's so many intersecting like offensive things that could come up so i don't know it's just such who a, takes the biggest hit in this comedy oh i think for sure comedy comedy and like comedy is probably one of the yeah. most offensive places like for a sure. com- like a comedy night so offensive. imagine richard Pryor. yeah i wouldn't Ooh. yeah and eddie we, back eddie yeah. murphy back in the day like 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 
red yeah. leather I was telling you, suit. Dave Chappelle would not fly. Remember the when when he was the blind KKK member? Nah, that was cool. I love that episode. Y'all cancel me for saying that. I'm I don't care. I think it's very I'm deep. I'm good with it. That was hilarious. That's a great. That's <laughs> that is. Uh, oh, that's man. deep. That's educational. I mean, if the KKK people want to cancel me, I think Whatever. they've been trying to do that for centuries now. So I don't think that's anything new. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> but, you know, like, but I understand his intent behind it. Like, I don't think he was trying to hurt anyone. I think he's showing, like, a message through that. I think Dave has mastered. Oh, so good. Being offensive while at the same time doing it with good intent. Mm-hmm. And education almost. Like, it's like, I'm showing you. He's a very wise guy. Yeah. Oh, I love him. He's one of the people I, I think comedians have a in a whole with. are. Yes, I agree with you. I think comedians in a whole, in his, at his caliber, mm-hmm. have to process a lot. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's just mindless jokes. Yeah. And with Dave, I think he's done the best job with... At the end of the day, leaving, having, like, like listening to him, you leave with the message. Mm-hmm. Although it was offensive to get there, mm. you got it. Yeah. At the end of the day. Yeah. And I think he has mastered that. Yeah. In terms of taking real life scenarios. I mean, there was, I don't know if you saw the one where he's talking about the, the LGBTQ as a vehicle and, and, and the gay people are driving oh. and. The transgender and the nope. that is this new or the bisexual or they don't like because they they themselves I don't want to offend anyone that community in itself yeah. has its own inner like mm-hmm. views on each other yeah and so he he was he was like you know pointing at like like pointing at it and just mm-hmm. talking about how like how new and evolving how crazy this whole thing is to, to him keep up too and 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 how you know everyone's just trying to make sure the vehicle gets from point a to point b safely it's just oh my gosh he he the way he he the way he offends but yet educates i know i love him (laughs) it's an art it is an art it is an art um versus people who just offend then yeah like like just making fun of you exactly and i think i don't think that's good comedy no to me personally because i like that we can move on i like intellectual comedy i like comedy it's like oh like you actually are controlling the room. Like you're super aware of what you're doing. Like there's this whole like master plan behind the scenes, but then sometimes things are just funny because it's stupid funny. But will yes. And will life get too serious if we can't make fun? Like I grew up in a family where roasting each other is normal. Yeah. Same. Like you can't, you have to have thick skin in my family because back in the day you would like roasting was a thing. Yeah. And I, I'm pretty sure to this day it still is. And, and it's yeah. not, it was never a way to like say, I'm trying to break you down and strip no. you away of, of being strong and feeling, you know, confident in yourself. It was just always just like, that was our humor was to roast each other. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's almost a love I mean, that language. Could be a little, it could be a little toxic. Uh, and, but yeah. I, I could tell you right now, and when we talk about love languages and we talk about the cancellation culture. Yeah. I want to be able to roast my, if my girl is one of those girls who be like, oh, that's offensive. Uh, 
Yeah, like too. Not sensitive. that all of y'all sound like that, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> gotta make sure you let it know. I don't, I don't like when you say this to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. I, I, there has to be a balance of roasting and mm. and not affection in my relationship. Too sensitive, so. like not too seriously. Things sometimes come from a good place. Um, you know, it's not, it's not that serious. But I also know to some people it has been serious because it's been weaponized. So I think, like you said, it comes back down to. Um, education and understanding like why something might be offensive to someone and, and someone's intent yeah intent because someone could not intend to offend you 100%. if they're not privileged to be in this world of understanding 100 and sometimes you don't know better they might be an immigrant who just got here exactly and they mean completely no harm. And don't pull no Trump energy and be like, well, I need to go back to where it came from. <laughs> yeah, like that is so. <laughs> if I hear that, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, you're canceled. You are canceled. If that's the way you think. I agree. Because I think that is a level of um, ignorance, a level of almost like, it's almost condescending. Like it's this idea that you are this all perfect being and that you know everything and people aren't allowed to make mistakes. Um, I do agree, like, some people should be forever canceled. Like, you know, there's some... We're going to get to that. Yeah, we're going to get gonna, to we're that. We're going to get to who we think should never return from Yeah, like, from the pits of cancellation. But, mm -hmm. you know, I also think this idea of cancel culture is problematic because it can affect someone, like we said, so... There's a lot deeply. of dystopian movies about what you're describing. Like, I remember I told you about In Time in mm -hmm. terms of... Oh, yeah, I need to watch that. That's yeah, actually, please watch that with Justin Timberlake. Very good movie. Okay. But it, it's like everyone... You have certain, or or the Hunger Games, same 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 concept Games, where yeah. districts, yeah, and in that district, mm -hmm. certain districts that ain't have the privilege of thinking about pronouns, yeah, versus other districts, you know, they feel as oh, our life is much better than those, and you know, sorry that I'm speaking that way, but chances are, <laughs> yeah, very <laughs> that's how posh, they speak. <laughs> very prim, proper, yeah, exactly, yeah, and, and they, I and, understand, you know, you have to. These movies aren't just like made up out of thin air. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. It's influenced. Class, you know, class, by our lives. Um, race, gender. These all are aspects within like our privilege and like the whole conversation of like the oppression Olympics. You know, who can say what and who has the right to even think about what is offensive and what isn't because, you know, they have that luxury. But at the same time, there's people who are going through these horrible oppressive like situations or are, are victims of this but they don't even have the time to acknowledge or even be like oh well this isn't right because they aren't even in a space where someone will listen to them you know what i mean like i don't know if that even makes sense no you're you're making sense and i'm i'm just thinking who who's like what would comedy be without with everybody was like boring and not funny um have you ever listened to uh a comedian from the lgbtq community like wanda sykes you ever listen to wanda sykes i love wanda, wanda sykes. sykes is is hilarious yes her most recent stand-up is pretty funny um it was another girl i was listening to on my trip in montreal last year who else did I? there's a couple her. there's a lot um but Sarah they, Silverman, I think, was a. But you know what's crazy? Yeah. Wait, Sarah Silverman? What? It, 
She's what does she identify she's, as? She's, I'm pretty sure she's part of LGBTQ. Oh my God, am I going to get canceled? <laughs> no, you're not, but Sarah Silverman might be, you I'm know, pretty she sure might come she for does. you. <laughs> am I thinking of the wrong person? Sarah Silverman, actress, comedian. Yeah, I, <sighs> mm, she, she rolls with Dave Chappelle's crew. <laughs> Just to let you know that. <laughs> Why? Who am I thinking of? Then? I don't know. <laughs> okay, well, Ellen DeGeneres. Oh, Ellen's canceled. Yeah, she's canceled. She canceled her own show. <laughs> I know. Before she's like, I'm not. She out. got canceled and then was like, "Okay, I'm gonna cancel myself." Uh, I'm slide. Um, that's so funny. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. But anyways, yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of famous comedians that. Well, what I want to point out is that yeah, the comedians from that community from from the LGBTQ community. Sorry, um, they make fun of themselves. Mm. And they highlight their lifestyle. Yeah. And and at the same time, it's like, can you only make fun of yourselves now as comedians? So you yeah. don't offend anybody? Is that how it has to be? To where you just Maybe. roast yourself? Or your community. That's what I'm saying. Like, the more communities you belong to, the more access to jokes you have. You know? So basically, a disabled black woman would be the access to the most. So only... A disabled black woman can make fun of disabled black people. Of everything, of everyone. Because mm. you're looking at the oppression hierarchy, which to me is still We're problematic. We're literally just really trying to figure this out and how this, how really this is going to play know. out. I'm still trying to figure out <laughs> Sarah Silverman is. I don't know. It's not, it um, Sarah Silverman, can you comment and let us know what your pronouns me. are, please? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who I'm thinking of. <laughs> it's all good. Am I canceled? I mean, the, the stand-up I was looking for on Netflix probably got taken down because I don't see it anymore. Netflix be doing that right now. They're going, they're taking down a lot of content. Oh, the Wanda Sykes one is still up on, on Netflix. Yeah, she's hilarious. Wanda Sykes has been hilarious, though. Yeah, from time. Yeah, she's from awesome. Time. And she does a really good job of making fun oh, of herself. But other Sam J is who I was looking for. Sam J. If you've never heard of Sam J, mm -mm. please look her up. Okay. Um, she's a Saturday Night Live writer as well. She, you know, mm. but she does this this stand up. It, it's to me, it was it's dry humor, but it's also funny. Okay, and she's talking about her relationship with her girl yeah. and traveling with a girl and and being in different countries and stuff like that. And oh, okay, yeah, it's, it's it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty good. Um, I'd love to see that. Is it on Netflix? It's on Netflix. All right, just done. look up Sam J three in the morning. Okay, perfect. I'm mm -hmm. gonna watch it. And she's black, so she's a black. Yeah. Um, lesbian. Yeah. So, okay. So there's lots of jokes there that she can make. I had to think real hard. Uh, can I say lesbian? Lesbian, yes. Yeah, you can. <laughs> I think. I think. I'm, I'm learning. I'm learning. But I'm learning. But that's the I'm thing. Learning. Being in this space where, you know, we're constantly talking about culture, people are um, having opinions. I want to be mindful and educated but it's constantly evolving and changing i actually had a, um, a meeting with someone we were talking about my application for my master's program and i think i i referred um to working with individuals who had autism and apparently that is no longer like the acceptable term and mind you like i've worked i worked years with individuals with autism like it, my the intention of what i was writing was very pure um, but apparently it's not like acceptable like term anymore so mm. this is something that is constantly evolving and you know even in the academic space so I take responsibility for staying on top of that 
But like you said, that's a privilege. It is. And the fact that it is constantly evolving, um, terms that we thought were the correct terms to use are no longer the correct terms to use. I believe yeah. you were telling me about um, the word autism is no longer the yeah. appropriate. Yeah. It's now, you have to atypical, now say Atypical, I believe. Atypical. Mm -hmm. Like, don't even, like, I think... Um, I think that strips away so much, like, under, like immediate understanding. Like, if mm -hmm. someone says autism, you immediately... Mm -hmm. Atypical just sounds like a type of battery. Yeah, it's very um, <laughs> like, scientific. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, even Is everything going to now have mm -hmm. scientific... To make it less Elon offensive. Musk didn't even name his child a name. He gave well, it like... Elon Musk identifies as having Asperger's, which is completely like an old Ancient. <laughs> this an man ancient went on term. Saturday Night yeah. Live and said Asperger's. Which is not even like used at all anymore. So, but he has it. So it's like... He apologize Is it problematic if he has it? You know what I mean? Like, so to me, I was like, okay, well, this is what you identify as and this is what you have. So who am I to say or who are we to say like what is right or wrong? Because that's what you feel is comfortable. So I don't know. I actually do not know. Um, you know what Elon Musk named his child? Something like, like different symbols. I can't even say it. X-A-E-A-12. Oh my gosh. How do you even pronounce that? <laughs> Should that be allowed? Oh, that's a whole conversation. Who's like, imagine roll call in school. <laughs> like, but how do you say it? The teacher gonna be so confused. X A E. That's Hold on. I, I pulled up. Let's see here. No, I'm not getting uh, um, YouTube premium. <laughs> Skipping these. I gotta wait for the ad. The ad blocker. <laughs> no, I'm not getting now. it. I'm not getting it. You gotta convince me more. I'm not convinced to get premium. Yeah, yeah. They need I don't care about your first 30 days free. <laughs> new baby boy all week and we officially have a pronunciation from elon musk himself oh on thursday's episode of the joe rogan experience podcast musk explained that it was grimes who mostly came up with the unique name and here's exactly how to pronounce it take a listen i mean it's just x the letter x um and then the ae is like pronounced ash um <laughs> yeah and then uh a12 a12 is my contribution Oh, why E12? Uh, Archangel 12, the precursor to the SR-71. Coolest plane ever. All right, so there you have it. X-Ash-A-12. has a ring to it, right, Jeremy? Hey, X-Ash-A-12, come here. <laughs> oh, my God. X-Ash-A-12, get out of, get, get, get out of there. Oh You're going to hurt yourself. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> that sounds like a... X-Ash-A-12. Like a part for a robot or something. Well, he just named it after a spaceship. Is that what he's... Oh, yeah. Yeah. His yeah, favorite favorite spaceship, you know. That's a luxury. You just know what type... You just know types of spaceships. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. Right there, man. He's... Yeah. So atypical... Don't confuse it with Elon Musk's, Musk's son's name. Yeah. A12. <laughs> Anyways. That's ow. a dope nickname. Yo, A12. A A12. 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 People are gonna be like you, that's in the streets. That's like a police. Yeah, that's like literally police. So that's already setting you up for a twelve, a twelve, or X. I would just call him X. Or just Ash. Or Ash. That's nice. Maybe you could should have just dropped everything around and just call your son Ash, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Left the rest for made yeah. make a T-shirt or something. 
This is this is life now. This is the world. Ontario's still in lockdown, and a kid name is X Ash A twelve. Twenty twenty one. Who would have thought? And I have no problem with, you know, terms changing and things like that. It's just I just want everybody to be mindful of when things change and update that there's always going to be a slow response in terms of education, in terms of people embracing it and understanding and it becoming uh, normal for you to think, Mm -hmm. identify that. Because at the end of the day, we're asking people to change what they once was taught and and used Mm -hmm. for decades Mm -hmm. or their entire lives, hundreds of years to mm-hmm. now embrace this new thing it's not going to be a flip of a switch and i think as long as everyone agrees that we're doing it for the with the right intentions yeah it's fine it's fine by me but at what point are we also going to allow people to be themselves yeah because um some communities just might not care to embrace this way of thinking yeah. and do we we can't I don't know treat them different yeah or we can't disrespect them because you ask for sure you have to res- we all just want respect that's literally what it comes down to and i think respect but you also want it to be real like it's not realistic to expect everyone to be perfect all the time i think grace having grace for individuals educating not being quick to you know shut down people from mistakes i think understanding i think what it really comes down to is as a community understanding when someone is making a genuine mistake and there's an opportunity to educate and to learn and become better versus individuals who have actually done like things that they should know better and they're actually like we still gonna get to that oh they should be canceled so how do we how do we how do we move into this society what 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 Mm -hmm. what what tips what 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 do we have what are we saying for this yeah what do we say honestly i would say Okay, so I would say specific example. This happened to me, so I can only speak for myself. Um, a while back, we had an episode, or I had an episode with a guest, and they used um, a term that was seen that was that is offensive. I personally don't even use the word, um, and it was used in a context that was very um, like had no correlation to the actual like or origins of the word. Mm-hmm. Um, and so heavily used in slang that I didn't even catch it because it's so used in slang. But mm-hmm. I don't necessarily, actually, I never use the word. Mm-hmm. Um, someone reached out to me to point that out and let me know that, you know, because this is a mental health and wellness pod, um, we should mm-hmm. be mindful of being politically correct with the language we're using. Yes, um, I agree. Which 100% I agree because we are holding space and we are, you know, educating individuals on... Um, you know, overall language, specifically for that word. I think that word has such a deep history with mental health. Um, I 100% agreed. And I was like, instead of being like, well, like I didn't say it or, you know, I can't control my guests say, Mm -hmm. I took that as like, oh, thank you. You know, I want to be held accountable in those moments where I might not catch it or end of the day, it's my responsibility because it's my pod. Um, to make sure that I'm representing this community um, as best as possible. So instead of doing that, I almost used it as inspiration for this episode too, you know, like what can we do when we get caught in those situations? You know, educate yourself. Be grateful that someone called you out so you can become better. Um, 
I think those are the two things I would say. Instead of being, def- I think automatically everyone's instinct is to be defensive, though. Which brings up this leads to a good point. How how should we handle someone that misuses mm-hmm. um, the pronouns and yeah, or says something offensive? Or says something offensive. How do we handle it? Because I I think we have to realize that a lot of the new terminology and things like that mm-hmm. is completely new to some people. I still and, don't know everything, yeah. And so if you think about it, the things that we do know, we were taught from children. Mm-hmm. And we were taught, like, I mean, we weren't beat it. It wasn't beaten into us. Mm-hmm. I hope not. <laughs> um, unless he was like Michael Jackson's <laughs> <laughs> Jackson 5. Not <laughs> Michael Jackson. Boy, <laughs> dance. <laughs> oh, no. Not Sorry, the Michael. Sorry, episode. Jackson 5. But anyway. Um <laughs> <laughs> Boy, go outside and get that. You you better use they and them correctly. All right. Anyway, all right. Let me stop. <laughs> what I'm saying is, um, I think we have to approach it as though it's we're we're re-educating the entire population. Yeah. Re-educating everybody. So mm-hmm. you have to have you have to have patience. Patience with yeah. people, and that's don't you have to have patience with kids? Yeah. And Literally, obviously yeah. we're, we're adults and we should do our own research and learn. But if someone's still in that developing stage of understanding, then mm. to respond to them as though you, oh my God, you like, you just offended me. And, and mm-hmm. this is absolutely like, like you're fired. Yes. People lose their jobs because of things like this. I think we have to have some patience. Yeah. I think it, you like you literally patience grace and understanding i think it comes down to intention if someone has made an honest mistake has made you know educate them on why you were offended yeah ask them like you know have a conversation instead of being so ready to attack i think we're all very hypersensitive which i get you know it's been years and years and years of like things just being like overlooked so i get it enough is enough but at the same time it's like hurting others is not gonna help us yeah so take the time to educate and, mm-hmm. and so that the same thing with like relationships like instead of barking at your your partner yeah take it a second to explain why something offended you. yeah like yo you know i really didn't you know appreciate you're not gonna this break up with them the second they offend you yeah. exactly yeah. you're gonna want to work on it so you know i really mm-hmm. didn't like that you that you did this mm-hmm. it made me feel this way yeah and you know i don't want to feel that way yeah and, if, and this is how, you know, we could avoid me feeling that way. Yeah, and if they're a good partner and, you know, I would hope so, they'll learn and not now do it again. Now they turn around and cheat on you. Well, then they're canceled. They're canceled. You then know? they're canceled. That's fine. Then that's un- understandable to me. So, if you know, if they turn around, if the person turn around and does it again after you have blatant, yeah. like, like straight up explain it to yeah. them, then yeah. yeah. So I think, I think we also need to adapt mm-hmm. that understanding and also, mm-hmm. you know, be receiving like mm-hmm. like receive it like if someone comes to tell you that don't also put up you know a wall to say like oh i don't need to be you don't need to school me like like mm. you know because some people can also some people don't like being told yeah the defensive you know, i think that's everyone's first instinct <clears throat> is to be defensive everyone puts up defense on both sides i have to you have to be mindful of it like that's automatically like even reading the message i was like you know, I was a little defensive, and then I was like, like "Why do I have now to change the way I use?" Yeah, words? but then I like feels, you know, but being mindful of that is already empowers you. You know, now you can check yourself and be like, "Okay, like I can learn from this. I'm trying to be better, anyways." So this is an opportunity for me to become being better. mindful. Yeah, key. Let's be mindful. be mindful. Yeah. 
Um, obviously, mm. we should think before we speak. Yeah, big time. Be mindful and think before we speak. Yeah. Especially in corporate spaces. Yes. Where you have to be the most politically correct right now. I know. Or you're out of here, buddy. <laughs> out, buddy. <laughs> but I think... Wait, can you even say buddy? Probably not. I think that's... <laughs> I don't know. Educating yourself. Asking questions. Maybe if you don't know... Well, like, I'm not going to have that problem because only a certain group of people say buddy. Yeah. So, I'm good. <laughs> but asking questions, you know? I think the best thing is to ask questions. Um, if, to be honest, if someone is willing to educate, and not that it's their job, but if they want to, if they're quick to cancel, mm. they should be quick to educate. You brought up a good point. During the, the Black Lives Matters movement, yeah, we started to say it's not our job to educate you. Yeah, I agree. Mm. I agree. What is it the same scenario? Yeah. Is, is, it, is it still not their job to educate? Yeah, I think in all oppressive groups, it's not the, the group that's being oppressed that should educate. Like, it's not their responsibility. Wait, but while at the same time, I think Black Lives Matter movement, we want, it's like, basic human rights that everyone yeah. for decades... It's like, common, it's like, come on, how do you not know So this? that's like, yeah, I, so I also, I said that just to raise a point, but mm. I'm immediately, like, not comparing. Because mm -hmm. that's, that's still extremely different. Mm -hmm. Um, people have been treated fairly in other groups. We just want to be treated the same. Mm -hmm. So that's not something that you have to be, you shouldn't have to have been taught mm -hmm. that versus these new terms and, and, and changes mm -hmm. in, in, in autism to A12 mm -hmm. and, and pronouns and so forth like that, that that's, this is new. Yeah. So there has, there still has to be some patience. I get what you're saying. And still has to be some education. Yeah. Yeah. I actually get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah that's true. And if this is something that a space that you're holding, you know, educate. Just like we might not have all the answers, but having this conversation allows us to even just acknowledge, you know, that there is some form. We should of have a, a someone who's like a specialist. I don't know who that would be, or someone that is. Is there a specialist already? Or someone who's not necessarily <laughs> who created this, <laughs> right? Like who, Yo, who, who? Who made this up? Like we got to talk to you. We got to get you on yeah. the phone. Who? Whose brainchild was this? <laughs> Let's get their WhatsApp. No, seriously. Who uh, was there a com a committee? Like like how, I this, don't know. No, That's I'm a thinking good... it was a joke at first, but now I'm thinking like it definitely comes from somewhere. Who or... collectively voted or said yes? We as a community would love to be referred to as this. And these people are yeah, and this is offensive. Like, like, this isn't disperse this information. It has to be years. An association, like like maybe an association, just like you know. Does the community have a leader? <laughs> I'm not trying to be. <laughs> yeah, are you sure? Because that's kind of funny. Does the like <laughs> this, is there a, like a representative? Can we get a rap? Yeah, let me talk to you, manager. <laughs> oh my god. Like I was going to say something and I was about to get canceled. Yo, we can't get canceled. We're just trying to make the conversation educational while at the same time entertaining. <laughs> I'll say it after. But um, think before you speak. Yes. Big time. I think maybe even having someone that we could talk to who doesn't hold the same position in society that we have, you know? Yeah. That's always the best way to learn, the best way to, mm -hmm. um, you know, become better. Mm -hmm. You know, I think having conversations with people who have completely different experiences than me. You know, I can always learn. So just like I can learn from you, you can learn from me, we can learn from them. So. I think that's how we build a stronger society. Yeah. Everybody embrace everybody 
because there's things that I may know and learn and mm. principles that I may have that you can benefit yeah. from. And it could be, and like, I don't know why this is the example I'm thinking of, but even just in high school when white girls would ask me to touch my hair, I'd have to tell them like why that's not, that's like problematic. This is not a petting zoo. Yeah, but to them it's like, but I love your hair. Your hair's beautiful. I want to touch it. And I'm like. Admire from afar. But like, Six feet. I'm not coming up to you and just <laughs> petting you either. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. like, it, it's like educating why this could be offensive to me. I don't care. You know, whatever. I know your intentions aren't bad, but it could be offensive to someone else. So how do you want to touch it? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Think about think about things that you pet. Yeah, it's very condescending. Yeah, it's just. I know. Trust get out me. of here. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's, but that's like an older example that I can relate to now that maybe kids I feel like now it's a little different it's like maybe kids might be using the wrong pronoun so they have to like educate their peers where I had to tell them like yo so it's being taught in schools yeah it is I'm gonna ask my sister in Florida if if yeah. my nieces are being taught this I'm gonna ask my sister in Texas it is my sister is I'm, I'm gonna ask I'm gonna ask I'm gonna find out um yeah because if it's being taught it needs to be taught everywhere 100%. It needs to be like integrated into every educational system. If that, if this is the new world we're gonna and live workspace. in, and workspace, I think a lot of well, it depends what workspace. I guess companies are gonna do like like, all right, guys, we're gonna yeah. take half workshops. a day off and do these workshops, just mm -hmm. like sexual harassment workshops yeah. was a thing. It'll be inclusivity. That that it'll thing, be more like inclusivity um, workshops. I think that's what it'll be. So create these spaces. It, it'll use this word like I don't necessarily like this word. The idea of like creating safe space um you don't like the term safe space no and i i think one it's overused mm -hmm. especially in the wellness space and two i was having a conversation and um, brought up that safe space automatically implies that uh that there's like some form of danger that you should like be worried about you know mm. what i mean it's like you being in that space per, like is preventing you from being in danger but really there's you know no danger or no threat so why are we calling it a safe space <laughs> or a safe space could be a safe space to hate without being attacked uh, by <laughs> this is a safe space for you to get your shit off and talk your shit wow that say what part. you say whatever disrespectful thing you want to say amongst us yes. this is a safe space yeah that part sorry for that accent no <laughs> not it's just <laughs> the southern white man accent <laughs> that's hilarious no, but it's true. So like, I hate that it's just natural that it came that's out what that comes way. Up but hey, it's not my fault. It's yeah. Yours. So <laughs> I think a creating a space of inclusivity, understanding, and respect is more what I want to create in any type of workspace, mm. creative space, you know, business space. So um, yeah, I I don't know, but I want to know who you think is stuck in the pits of cancel culture. Mm. Who cannot return? Um, Bill Cosby. Yeah. I really hate that, though, because I grew up on the Cosby show. That was probably one of the most shocking cancellations. It was so hard. It's still hard for me to process. Like, I literally have it, the box sets, and I'm like, can't watch this. Uh, what was your most shocking cancellation? <sighs> that one was pretty... That one was pretty shocking. Cause it's like Bill Cosby. I'm like, what? He's like my like. I don't even want to make. I don't even want to. You can't. Yeah. Admit, like, fuck, sorry, I'm, I was gonna swear, but. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I understand. Forget I said that, guys. It's just like it was just something because the, the the Cosby Show and the principals yeah. 
and what it what it meant so for the wholesome. black community what it yeah. meant for the community yeah yeah and what i don't want to i don't want to because it, it's still i don't think we should cancel what it what it did yeah because it still was very important it just was the wrong messenger yeah yeah um r kelly never coming back that one i wasn't surprised like there was always rumors <laughs> but which crazy thing is today is the day on this day aj nothing was a number was released i think it was today what are the chances on this day and i was looking that at the cover sick. and it's her you know posted up on the wall and he's leaning and then on. he's leaning on the wall yeah. blurred out like yeah like you like you like, like a creep up the street yeah very like blurred out in a very creepy way like and it's just creep, like yeah. aj nothing but a number that's crazy yeah man nah yeah, yeah. Uh, that so was, R. Was. Kelly's not. Oh, he's canceled forever. There's no return, in my opinion. I, and I hear people still say they separate the music yeah. from it, and I get that term. I get that because I mm -hmm. mean, I still like Chris Brown, um, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, um, some things are just taken too far. Yeah, I was some bring things up are Chris too. In terms of the incidents, and obviously, you know, we they're all wrong. Yeah. They're all wrong and they all should, you know. I think they're like clear, like clearly wrong and proven yeah. as well. Like it's not just accusations. But then there's just some things that are borderline evil, in my opinion. Yeah, like inhumane. You can make a mistake. Yeah. There's, there's mistakes and then there's evil. Yes. 100%. There's definitely when you're When you're doing it again and again yeah. and again, that's evil, mm -hmm. in my opinion. Yeah. And I think it's also like certain things that are not shouldn't are not human like like well they are human like but they're not morally in alignment with what we see as like a quote-unquote like respectful you know member of society so thinking that you can you know put your hands on a woman or you know drug a woman like to me it's like there's something about you that's off like that's not a mistake i wouldn't well I want to I want to correct I want to point something out I don't want to be a hypocrite either mm. because at the end of the day I'm sitting here thinking about it mm -hmm. and as although they have done so so wrong mm -hmm. I still want them to learn oh of course and I still want them to heal and yeah. I still want them to understand why they what they did was wrong because they were all victims at one and, point too I and think. I believe in forgiveness yeah I do too. The road to forgiveness is harder for them than it was for Chris Brown. Yeah. Because they have so much people that they've hurt. Yeah. And they've done they've done it so much that mm. it's like you knew what you were doing. Yeah, at this point. This was you a must mistake. have known. But I what you're saying makes sense cuz when I say they were all victims, it's not their victims right now. Hurt people hurt people. Like it's such a cliche saying, but a lot of assault um individuals who assault women tend to have a history of they being, were hurt r kelly was yeah after yeah. understanding his childhood mm -hmm. was someone that yo was a victim was of sexual stable. assault yeah he was not stable yeah the money and and being productive helped him mm -hmm. appear normal mm -hmm. but i think he he definitely had some huge yeah things in his life that that like, I think his brothers spoke about it a bit too. How yeah, his brother. They had been um, victims, so mm -hmm. you know, not to excuse it, but it, it, he he wanted the power now, and he you know yeah, and he was taking it. How he thought he could heal, or you know, and I don't know. 
But it's, it was all. It was also a choice too. You know, it is hundred percent not to excuse it at all. I've definitely used this example in so many situations. But the 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 um the sixty minutes interview with the two brothers and mm. the alcoholic father. Mm-hmm. And one choosing to learn from the abusive alcoholic father mm-hmm. and say, I don't want to be like him. And the other one saying, well, that's all I seen. So I became just like mm. him. Both grew up in the same house. Both wow. experienced the same traumas. One is successful. The other one isn't. It was a choice. It was something that you had to identify that's to the, be like, yeah. although I was a victim of this and I yeah. experienced this, do I want to learn from it? And do I want to become better from it? Mm-hmm. Or yeah, do I choice. just want to allow it to consume me and become it? That's huge. That's a choice. That's huge. Victim mentality. And, you know, we can go our whole lives saying, you know, this is all I know. This is what happened to me. This is who I am. You know, deal with it. Mm-hmm. Or we can say, you know, this is this is what happened to me. This is who I was, but I don't want this for myself anymore. Mm-hmm. And we have the capability of doing that. It's just one is harder than the other, like you said, literally comes down to a choice and how badly we want that for ourselves because sometimes it's comfortable being that victim yeah you're right it's just a lot more comfortable it's easy you know it's It's a lot of work to change a lot change requires work yeah and discomfort a lot of discomfort so um yeah so though we say they're like deep in the pits I still, I still want the best for everybody And, Mm. and and I think my final conclusion on cancellation culture is if our intent is to weed out and make the world mm-hmm. safe and mm-hmm. and and you you know you're not they still they're still alive. Mm-hmm. Tory Lanez is in Miami right now. Yeah. He's still he's, alive, still breathing. Yeah. He's he he's still in the society. He's still mm-hmm. in the community. Yeah. So to break him down is mm-hmm. to hurt him. And now Now we're doing the same thing he did almost, you know? trying to we hurt need, him so is it righteous for cancel cancel uh, is 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 cancel the current state of cancel culture healthy oh i think it's so toxic i think it doesn't allow people to grow it doesn't allow people to learn and it doesn't allow people to understand why things are wrong we're attacking them in large numbers which mm-hmm. is way worse than one person attacking you people are literally threatening lives you know like trying to hurt them, telling them to end their lives or, you know, taking away brand Some deals. very, yeah. Yeah. It gets very the whole The whole kill yourself. Yeah. I hate to say that, but yeah. that was something that yeah. to this day I still see. Yeah. You don't time. deserve to be alive where you should. A lot of influence. Someone should yeah. shoot you. Yeah. I you don't know, think that's, then like what makes you better than him in it, that situation? Yeah. I think, I think cancel culture is something that needs to definitely be reconsidered mm-hmm. because if we are, do, if, if the if the initial intent was to make it safe, we're just creating more damaged souls. Yeah, and a lot of internet like so warriors. We need to want the best for people yeah. at the end of the day, and that's yeah. that's the tough part. Mm-hmm. The tough part is to want your your abuser to be better, because mm. usually you want the worst. Yeah, that's the first thought is you know. Oh, I, revenge revenge like yeah this person needs like someone need to go check this dude yeah but and now that person checks this dude and now this dude has this pain and then when will you know at what point or or you just want to forget about it and not mm-hmm. know that he got better yeah. yeah or you don't care you know so it's just i agree 
You gotta. It's a mess. It's messy. It's nasty. So, it's nasty business. So should cancel culture my, be canceled? My favorite thing on nasty business. <laughs> <laughs> Some nasty business. <laughs> that term is just so funny. It's <laughs> nasty business we in right now with this cancel culture. Yeah. So yeah. cancel culture, culture should be canceled. Cancel culture should be revisited, rebranded. Okay. Like they I rebranded agree. layaway to pay later. Oh. Rebrand of the century. <laughs> you realize that? Of the century. Lay- oh yeah, maybe not. But li- layaway has That's been hilarious. rebranded as like those pay later options. Yeah. Payments. But anyway. Wait, century. Oh, you weren't trying to be funny. Century, like cent, money. Oh, you thought I had bars, bars. I, I was like, you're oh, so funny. <laughs> I didn't have those bars. No, that was not. I like, thought that was like their slogan. But you know, when you when you great like I am, you know, you just say just things happens. unconsciously, and you know, no, they should pay you. You know what I mean? They should pay you. That's a bar. <laughs> the rebrand of the century. Hey, um, make sure you just email stream at Key Radio <laughs> for all business opportunities. And on a serious note, if you would like to sponsor this podcast, yeah, we are more than welcoming uh, sponsorships and you know brand partners. Like how some other podcasts have cool logos just sitting at the yeah. bottom of the screen. We love that. Or if you know we were to brand the this the uh gem of the week i know gem of the week could be a branded session brought to you by you should just like flip a bunch of logos on the screen that'd be amazing um that's how we should reveal when you sponsor we'll do the logo like spin wheel like it's price right and and it'll just stop on your logo and boom that's how we will announce that this segment is now brought to you by you i love that and you know what let us cook I want. I think everything can be a gem, so we can always connect it to anything. And speaking of gem of the week, are you ready for the gem? I am ready for these gems. Okay, so I was trying to keep it as relevant to like my life and things that I'm learning because I'm constantly in, you know, um, knowledge uh, acquiring mode. Um, so my actual gem of the week is detox water. So I don't know if the first thing you do in the morning, but do you do you drink water or coffee first? Oh, uh, water. Okay, good. I was gonna judge you, but anyways. People drink coffee first. Like I feel like people I feel like have to drink water then then the coffee. Always water first. Um, <clears throat> but I want to challenge you to try and spice up that water. You know, water is. I think water is like key to life, obviously. But you can add different things to your water like fruits fruits herbs salt um, lemons lime mint what else did i write berries cucumber watermelon ginger um they even make water bottles designed to do this yeah yeah so back when i lived in the luxurious south beach amazing well i didn't live on south beach but um in miami yeah (laughs) literally like poolside at like the w and and all these first world resorts that i was at yeah because, yeah, you know, it. this is the first world. Come on. Come on now. The water was complimentary, and it wasn't just regular water. No. It had watermelon. It had yes. cantaloupes. It had uh, honeydews. It yes. had strawberries. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, you know what? This is the find the things in life. Talk to me nice. What's right? Good? My water is not just regular water. It's not guy. just regular water. And you know what? There's benefits. Um, so a lot of these benefits are still... Different websites will say different things, but... Drinking water in general will always be a benefit, mm-hmm. regardless, especially starting your morning off. Um, but these detox waters are helpful for removing or flushing out toxins from your system. 
mm-hmm. um, especially if you add certain things like ginger or salt um, or any type of citrus. Um, I swear by hot. I swear by hot lemon water in the morning. If you, you just swear by warming the water with lemon. Lemon, yeah, that's like my go-to. Good for your vocal cords, right? It's great. You can add some honey in there if you want, but you know it's summertime. So I've done that before when I lost my voice. Yeah, being a radio personality. Yeah, and it's so good. My right? boss is like, bro. Yeah. This is what you got to do. When I feel sick or nauseous, I just drink water with lemon, citrus, some mint, do some salt. Salt's good for your electrolytes. Um, mm-hmm. So honestly, there I've, I've felt the differences. Um, it supports weight loss, um, helps with balancing. Does it help with racism? <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Oh, okay. Imagine. All right, carry on. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> I was hoping it did, but. I know. Imagine. That'd be crazy. Um. Because it's all those bougie hotels, so you would think by now, but no. No. Um, Improves digestive health, which is huge when it comes to your mental health Mm because your gut is your second brain. Um, So it'll improve your mood. It'll improve um, your overall energy level. It actually helps also with your immune system, you know, fighting COVID. Yes. It's always good to have that. Um, And better skin, uh, better hair, nails. Um, So, yeah, get on your... Detox water Detox life. Detox water life. So before your fruits go bad. Literally, yeah. Just chop them up. Just chop them up. And, um, put them in some water. Put it in the fridge overnight or a couple of hours. Grab some ice if you want. I just, Fancy I just, was, water. I just went into thought as to why do people waste fruits. And I thought maybe it's because they don't want to chop it up. And that's maybe why chopped fruits in the food store is like maybe a little bit more expensive because it's conveniently chopped fruit. Hundred percent. People are lazy. Uh, should I have known this like a long time ago? Am I behind in society? Um, no. Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this, is that like, that, like, <laughs> that just come like you just realized that like right now? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's okay. I'm behind in life. It's you know okay. what I mean? You guys evolved way before me. It's, it's, it's cool. Okay. It's cool. But I do. I had no problem climbing a tree and picking the fruit myself. If yeah. you want to try me. Yeah. No, but I buy the chopped fruit sometimes. I'm not that bougie. I'm, I'm, I'm not bougie, but I'm lazy sometimes. Nah, you bougie. Hear ye, hear ye. <laughs> I deem thee <laughs> I live a bougie. bougie. <laughs> You know, you got to live the life you want to have. Um, no, nah, it, it, it is it is convenient. But, yeah. you know, again, uh, you I, was do the, I, used, I was the kid that used to climb the neighbor's mango tree. I used to do, when I used to go back I had home, my own mango tree, too, by the way. But their mangoes look. Better? Better. No, nah, no, nah, oh. not better. It was a different type of mango. Oh, okay. Ah, uh, see, I missed, like, that's some good fruit, though. Like, fruit like that never goes to waste. Here, living alone, too, you end up, I always... Don't want to waste food, but I always end up wasting food because I buy more than I can eat solo. Yeah. So it's a good way to not. So uh, this waste. is a good way. Chop yeah. it up. And you could do veggies too. Cucumber water. is really good mm-hmm. to add into your detox water. Celery, um, peppers. Try peppers actually. Any type, like, even like the bell peppers. Bell peppers, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, it adds a little spice, some levels. Um, it's interesting. I'll yeah. look at some recipes. Little, yeah, look it up. Have fun with it. Some water recipes. And it looks so it looks so bougie in the in the glass anyway, so mm, mm. yeah, just be fancy with That's it. That's a flex. That's a flex. Um, but yeah, I want to end, of course, with a small joy. I don't know, something that's brought you joy in the last couple of days. Um, is it okay if nothing has brought me joy? Yeah, that's real. I don't think I, I don't think, I, hmm. That's honest and real. I'm always going to say I'm thankful for life. Okay. 
Yeah. Another day on earth, Beautiful. another day allowed to breathe. Mm-hmm. I am thankful for it. So mm-hmm. I'm never going to say I'm not thankful. I'm always thankful for okay. that. Yeah. But it was nothing, nothing crazy yeah. this week. Um, well, opportunities. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful for some opportunities. You know, it, look, look at, look at that. See, just when you think you have nothing to be thankful for, you, just yeah, just, I was just it's been an overwhelming week. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. has been some great things that happened since our last pod. Yeah, some op- I'm not, I can't speak on it, but okay. there's been some great opportunities for awesome. this entire platform that we're on, Key Radio, yeah. to you know extend into another world mm. to where it can be heard by a lot of people. We love this. You I know? love this. It's exciting. Yeah. That makes me happy. That brings me joy. Yeah. So it it, it 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 allows us to, you know, expand. That was great. Um, you know, spoke with a, another content creator here in the city who's doing some great things in the real estate world. And we're looking at ways that we could connect and do more together yeah. as well. So, you know, opportunities. Opportunities mm-hmm. to grow is always something that I'm happy and, wel- and welcoming because that's what we're here to do in our professional careers. No, yeah. I love that. How about you? What are you happy about? Your tan? Yeah, I'm really saying my tan because it means I was outside. Getting outside. And it means that I was. <laughs> you was out. Where was you at? <laughs> we outside. <laughs> oh, I need to catch up on my little. Uh, you know, right. I tried to request to go on live with him and he literally ignored me. I'm sure a lot of people request go on live. Uh, Don't yeah. take it personal. Okay. Maybe next time. Mm-hmm. But, um,. Yeah, so being outside, finally fixed up my bike. So I was on, I think I told you I went to go pick up my bike last time. Yeah. We were on the pods. So I got mm-hmm. my bike, was outside on my bike, realized that I, my, uh, the bike seat is so uncomfortable. So I need to get a new bike oh, seat. You need to get those uh, memory foam bike seats. Yeah. I just, I just honestly, yeah. It's First world options. Yeah, right? Ugh, like, why am I complaining? But it was good. So. I knew there's one kid when I was growing up who didn't have a bike seat. It's just the pole. Just the pole. <sighs> Boy, don't sit down on that. Yeah, that's some. Oh my gosh. <laughs> don't don't miss and fall back. <laughs> he eventually got a bike seat, but it's just like you know he rode. That's some real hood ish. Like, yeah, it's a hood. Hey. You know, what can I say? <laughs> yeah. Um. Honestly, he didn't have to worry about anyone stealing his bike. Cause that's what I think. <laughs> you gotta make your bike lot look too fancy. Hey, yo, I don't even have a seat. I don't want it. <laughs> yeah, cause honestly, like in Toronto, that's one thing I always think about is like. Oh, people do steal seats though. You just crackheads steal out. bikes all the time. And this is the reality of the city we live in. So it's like, don't make your bike look too nice. You know, the crackhead is going to uprise and change the term crackheads. It's going to one day be offensive. It's, it might be a little <laughs> offensive. The crackhead is going to start canceling y'all for calling them crackheads. I, I know. My Ugh. bad. Sorry. My mind it's is just true, running right though. now. It's true, There's true. Because I think of things that I'm like, I don't know if I can even say it right we don't now. Know, we no longer want to be referred to as crackheads. Okay. What personality? Is I don't that? know. I don't know. If that was your personality, I'm sorry. If that was your. <laughs> well, um, a crackhead can come from any country. There's crackheads everywhere. Everywhere. So, Anyone. Um, you know, there's no country where crackheads <laughs> arrive from. I love it. Um, but yeah, so definitely that was my joy. Mm-hmm. And. Um, yeah, I'm excited to go outside after this, actually. It's still nice out, so. I found the most appropriate song to wrap it up with. Amazing. Let's hear it. Let's see, if you, let's see who knows this. Let's see. You, you probably got to wait for it to kick in. Patricia knows it. Patricia 
back in the day, music used to take like forever to start. The intro. Like, I did. Oh my god, I did a dance to this in high school. Really? Or this was the intro to. Roy Ayers. Everybody loves the sunshine. Perfect. Thank you for tuning in. I love this. Thank you for checking out yet Everybody another episode. We about to go soak up some sunshine. Yeah. We are. Follow us, social media, sunshine. call me crazy podcast. You can find me at Sir Triz. Me at Be For Real. And that was Call Me Crazy. We up and out of here. We'll see y'all next week. Later. Sunshine. Yeah. Folks get brown in the sunshine